0: Episode of Talking Maiden,
1: the podcast of the Beast.
0: All right, this one is a special episode.
1: We have the Iron Maidens. Yeah, the, the Iron Maidens. All female tribute to Iron Maiden.
0: Yeah, any any Maiden fan who's ever been on YouTube has seen a lot of them. Um, yeah. They're really dominant on YouTube. They're big on Facebook.
1: I think they're probably they're definitely the most well-known Maiden tribute band, and I would say they are the mo- most well-known tribute band. Period. Yeah, Because people I know that like don't really even know Iron Maiden. Yeah. I talked to them and said like that the Iron Maidens are coming on the podcast and they knew immediately who I was talking about. That's I was like, right. You're not even like really a maiden fan, how do you know, know about but them. it seems like everybody knows. Yeah.
0: So, they're awesome.
1: Yeah, they're pretty cool. I
0: can't wait to talk to them. Yeah. And we're gonna get in the right mood because I have like an all star beer here. All right. This is the St. John's brew pub, it's Mill Street. Eighty knots in distraught. It's a bourbon barrel-aged Belgian double. Um, But this beer, I tasted it before they barrel-aged it. And then remember they did a – I can't remember what the other barrel was, but they did a short age in another barrel, and I tasted that, and it was awesome. And this one I've been waiting for. This is uh, three or – it's, yeah, three months aged. I'm sitting here. We've got a – this is about a liter – and change bottle and it's got a waxed in cork 10.3 well i
1: remember me and you were down at the brewery yeah uh, for a few pints at, when they were aging that because we asked them what those big oak casks were and they said they were that's the beer they're aging. this is oh, it. that's cool this is the beer right
0: this is the beer so i saw these uh there last week I, I heard they were coming out isn't that awesome that's very cool and if anyone wants to see this new feature started this i did the first video of us with the beer i'm going to put it on uh facebook or facebook live or whatever it is cool yeah, that's cool. So yeah. I'm putting it on the Facebook, and uh, ten point three percent, ten point three percent, ten point three percent. Nice, potent. Hold, hold your horses, Nesbit. <laughs> Do not spend your time worrying about
2: those wasted
0: beers. And here we go, cracking open this cork. Oh, God! I think you have funny. to crack
1: the wax away first.
0: All right, here we go. Oh my God. So this is
1: bourbon aged? Aged it's,
0: in bourbon barrels. Right? It smells of bourbon. Okay. Guess what I love just as much as beer? Bourbon. Bourbon.
1: Yeah, it smells awesome.
0: That is amazing.
1: Oh, that's really good. That's excellent. This is one of the best beers we've had on the podcast. I know I've said that a few times. This is up there with the uh, the tan is, head that we had from New Zealand. This is unreal. Well done bringing this one. Yeah. This awesome. Deadly.
0: Cool. So the, the Taylor contribution to the podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's sweet. So yeah, sloppy
1: now before we do the interview.
0: Well, <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? It's gonna happen. Um, so I'm gonna take pictures or videos of the beer, yeah, and then put them on uh, online. And we're gonna okay. we're doing a few new things now to engage some listeners, right? So in the last little while, we've gotten some great feedback on people sending in. Um, beer to us and we're going to follow up with them and, and, and arrange that and do some specific stuff with people. But also we're looking at getting some listeners on the show.
1: Yeah. We get a lot of people emailing in with cool stories or they have really cool, like really, really rare maiden stuff. And they're always emailing us and I email them back and forth and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And I was like, man, we should get these people on the podcast because like yeah. I find it super entertaining and, and everyone would probably find it interesting if they heard it. So yeah. Now we're just trying to figure out how to get them on, and we're thinking about a few different ways.
0: Yeah, so we had previously, we had set up on the website. I don't know if we ever put it live. We, we didn't. We tested yeah. it. We had a basically a, a, like, you can put in a description, click, and submit your audio, and you could do it live on the spot. But the problem was it wasn't mobile-friendly, right? Because Right, the web so browsers. you would
1: go to the website, and there would be a link there, and you'd go to a page. You'd hit the record button, and you would record your message and leave your name. And it was mm-hmm. like taking in like an answering machine or a voicemail. Yeah. So he, people could leave like two minutes of like talk about Maiden that we could play on the podcast. But then it didn't work on mobile. It only worked on computers. So yeah. we didn't use it. But maybe we'll turn it back on.
0: Yeah. I think if we turn it on and we just add people to caveat that like, even if you just record it on like a MacBook or any, you know, any laptop that has a good microphone, you should get good enough quality for us. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just don't do it like
0: don't do it on the subway
1: in a bar on the subway. oh actually (laughs) unless that's
0: that's part of the story that's true um so yeah there's we will potentially put that up live yeah um soon uh and then the other thing is we looked at potentially doing a kind of a call-in show concept but that's a little further down we gotta see
1: yeah we might do that eventually have a time like where we're live and people can call in yeah and talk which would be cool that'd be really fun that would be cool yeah we've had a few listeners come on the podcast and it was really fun not that me and Josh get bored talking to each other. Come we don't <laughs> actually. We've got tons of stuff to do, but uh, yeah, but well, that's awesome. So if you have an opinion on that, if there's any tech people out there that have like a, they're like, you should just use this service that we don't know uh, about. That's email another option. us and let us know. Yeah, yeah. So that's something we're gonna look at in the near future.
0: Yeah. Yep. Get Andrew Dubroy on the podcast. Yes, we will get shout Andrew out. Dubroy on. Yeah, <laughs> he sent message me the other time. Our number one. Like, we should send him it. He'd love that. Yeah. Um, shout out to Andrew. Um, so yeah, the the t-minus a few minutes now the, the iron maidens
1: yes the iron maidens we're yeah. uh, they're gonna be calling in on skype so we're getting it's gonna be linda mcdonald who uh she's the drummer she's been the drummer since for 17 years now yeah she's an eco courtney cox who does the adrian role in yeah. the iron maidens who's been in the band for 10 years that's right so they're both coming on they're gonna talk about well i have a list of questions here and you know yeah i'm sure they'll have some funny stories and
0: yeah, I know a bit about them from watching on, um, you know, on YouTube and such. And you sent through some good prep stuff. Yeah. And what hit me right off the bat, right? Because I remember the first time we came across them, we'd been bouncing back and forth on email. And remember, there was that really dark thread that we had where I like threw the some people playing like, harps and other people doing like, oh yeah, the harp. And you were playing, just, right. and you were not excited, right, by any of it. And right. then, and then I think I, I threw them at you, and I was like, well, what do you think of them? And yeah. you were like, oh, they're awesome.
1: Yeah. Because they're the all female tribute to Iron Maiden. If you take away the whole like all female and just listen to them, they sound amazing. They're like, That's right. they're all amazing musicians and they just sound great. So they're like one of the best maiden tribute bands on go, if not the best. Yeah. And we've seen a good few. Uh, there was a local one around here that I saw twice. That was, geez, that was, I'm going back like 15 years now. Yeah. We saw one in Quebec City. That's right. The Troopers, they were called. Yeah. We we've saw had, we've at had the Ma- Curtain Horses we had that night. That's right. That was a wild after-concert, after-hours party.
0: That was amazing. As a matter they of fact... They were
1: called Maiden Iron, I think.
0: As yeah. a matter of fact, if you go... i got to get them to tag it. If you go to the and Horse's Facebook page... There's a picture of you front center in the background.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> For all the people who are like, oh, Nesbitt's God. not online. Oh, he is online. He's very I, much online. I thought I wasn't on Facebook. The, the best part is is like you're there like rocking out, and I'm right behind you, like half-loaded. <laughs> and Andrew DeBroy, we just mentioned, shout out. He's right yep. next to me. Yeah, that was quite the um, night. That was quite the night. Yeah. That was the night. And also, great tribute band, Made in Canada, at West. Yep. Yeah. Um, they were a fantastic band. I don't right. know if they're still on the go, but... Um, I gotta reach out to them soon.
1: I think they're doing like a lineup,
0: yeah, change. shuffling around a bit. Yeah, but the uh, there's some amazing talent there across that band. Yeah, so that was another interesting one. These like the Iron Maidens have an interesting perspective, as and we're going to get into it in the interview. They have quite a rounded, um, like they've played tons of stuff live. They've got loads of stuff out there. They've even recorded and licensed made music. They have their own legitimate artwork. They're in an interesting space because where they're the Iron Maidens and they've kind of, you know, taken a different spin on Maiden. I think they're almost so... Uh, like, they have such high quality and are such in that space. I don't think, a, like, a male cover band would get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, if they... It'd almost be too... Like, because they have their own spin on the Maiden universe.
1: Yeah, know? but they're very, very faithful to the Maiden songs. Like, the solos and the, like... Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: That's right. There's And they play... It, that, that, quality is insane yeah see they're they're all they're all objectively beautiful women that's true they're beautiful women and they have an amazing stage presence yep and so that when you first hear that you're like oh then you like what what really got me into them was that they're so highly ranked on youtube i just went to them like if you go to search any uh main song especially one that they haven't played live right they'll hit you right away
1: well that's one of the cool things is they play a lot of songs that maiden doesn't even play live everyone's always begging for alexander the great and they play alexander the great live and they do a great job of it i've actually got a clip of them playing alexander the great Awesome. Yeah. I know. Courtney's such a great guitar player. She's Especially amazing. with like the Adrian parts. and like Most of the Adrian solos are my favorite solos. Yeah. So I tend to pay more attention to like what she's playing for some reason. Just because, I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd probably argue the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. If only just because I want to take a opposing stance right now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I just love it all. I mean, I'm even the Yannick fan now. Oh, yeah. I love Yannick, yeah. too. Well, I
1: love them all. I'm all just great. saying if I had to pick a favorite yeah for me the
0: best the best solos are the back-to-back though marie adrian yeah, so. also makes
1: the solo so good too yeah
0: right? they have both of it so yeah we get to run down and she's doing some cool new stuff with some guitars we'll see what she yep. see what she's gonna say about that when we get into it
1: yeah so they're gonna call soon so we'll uh get ready for their call i already played a live clip of them doing alexander the great um this is a clip of them from a more recent concert.
0: All right. And we're here with Courtney Cox and Linda McDonald from The Iron Maidens. How you guys doing?
2: Good awesome. How are you?
0: Oh, we're deadly. We got a beer in us. We're doing we're doing awesome. We got our tech sorted out.
2: <laughs> nice. Sweet.
0: It's pretty it's pretty awesome to uh, to actually talk to you guys. Uh watched enough YouTube videos. Um seen you guys really going at it on there, so it's it's great
1: that you called in today.
2: Well, thanks for the invite and having us on.
1: So you guys have been on the go for a while since 2001. We've um, you, had some lineup changes over the years, and you've got a pretty stable lineup now. Um, do you want to give a brief history of how you guys started and kind of how you got to where you are today?
2: Well, I can give the uh, mm-hmm. I can give you a rundown um, from my perspective. Um, well, uh, my original band Phantom Blue was looking for a bass player, and um, we got an invitation from a co-ed Iron Maiden tribute to come check them out because they wanted to do some shows with us and whatnot. So um, we thought it would be cool. And we also thought, you know, any female that plays bass would be able to handle the Phantom Blue Lines really easy. And we thought it would be a good idea to go check it out. So we went and checked it out. And instead of us recruiting the bass player, um, they ended up recruiting me and Josephine, who was uh, the guitar player at the time, to come and complete a female lineup that was in the works, and that's what happened. And we became the Iron Maidens version one. Yeah, she's the newest.
1: And then you had a few uh, lineup changes, and I guess you're pretty stable now for a few years. I guess like ten years ago, you kind of. I know Nikki joined three years ago.
2: She's the newest addition, but she had been playing with us for a couple years prior to that yeah, uh, as I think well. Six years yeah.
0: That's awesome. So your current lineup now, Courtney, you're playing uh, basically the Adrian Smith role. Linda, you're on the drums, Nico style. Um, you've also picked up Kirsten, sorry, uh, Rosenberg, amazing vocalist.
2: Kirsten.
0: Nikki Stringfield is is Dave Murray, and Wanda Ortiz is uh, Steve Harris. You have a really talented
1: lineup.
3: Well, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've got a question for you guys. Um, I was reading up on you guys online. Uh, I know. Courtney, you were in a King Crimson tribute.
3: Oh, King, uh, King Diamond.
1: Uh, Queen Diamond, right? And uh,
2: secrets out, Courtney.
1: (laughs) Linda, you were in an an Ozzy tribute, and I think you guys you've been in a few, like played with a few different tribute bands. Yeah. Do you find that being in an Iron Maiden tribute band is any different? Because like Maiden fans seem like they're so like fanatical about their Maiden.
3: It's not. I wouldn't say it's. uh, It's kind of the same. It really comes down to who you're in the band with, because I think that's the hardest part. Like you really need to get along with who you're playing with, because you know you're only as weak as your weakest member, uh, strong as your weakest member, I should say. So like maidens, you know, we're a family. We fight, you know, get we then we make up. You know, I've been in some bands where you know a, a small argument would turn into a year of no shows. So I think that's the difference between band to band.
1: I was just thinking more about, like, Maiden fans seem like they're so, like, obsessed with Maiden compared to other fans of other bands.
2: Yeah, yeah, Maiden's like a religion. (laughs) (laughs) Worldwide religion. Oh, my God. Awesome.
1: That's another question I was going to ask you. You've toured, like, Japan, Europe, Asia, and all over North America. Do you find the audiences in different countries react differently?
3: I don't know. They pretty much all act the same. It's just, you know, that religion of Maiden, you know, they all share the same (laughs) passion. I don't think we've ever been anywhere that's been any different.
2: Yeah, and everyone knows the words in the same language.
1: I just hear that, like, South American fans, like, go crazy compared to, like, everyone else.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Well, I'd say the one
3: difference I, I ever really noticed is, one. yeah, we played South America many times, and it's been completely insane. But I remember the first time we played Japan, we were all kind of thrown back because, you know, they're very respectful and our first song out the gate, you know, they did a slight clap and then they went completely like dead silent. So yeah. this of <laughs> uh I don't think they like us, but uh it,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've actually noticed that listening to some like Japanese bootlegs where like the crowd noise is it's like applause and then like silence. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and they want to yeah. hear
2: everything, they don't want to miss. It's like a they're just very courteous and they want to hear everything that the band has to say and play.
0: Yeah, so uh, what are some of your uh, favorite Iron Maiden songs to listen to and, and are they your favorite songs to play?
3: Always the toughest question to answer. Yeah, you can take your time. <laughs> you go first.
2: <laughs> hey, Um. you know, usually the, my favorite ones to play are not always my favorite ones to listen to. The favorite ones to play change day to day, week to week. You know, and audience to audience, really. But I guess a couple that are always a favorite is always going to be like Phantom of the Opera and maybe uh, Revelations or something like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, I've seen that you guys actually, you play a lot of uh, songs that Maiden themselves don't do live, which we'll get into in a minute. *Monte Seguro* stands out to me. We just love it. And uh, (laughs) yes, it's it's, it's like a, a, a... a cult uh, favorite in our podcast. Like people just went nuts after the dance of death. It just, it's really a song that, that I just want to see on a set list. Sometimes it's awesome that you played it.
1: Cool. And uh, I see you guys also do Alexander the Great. And that's one that like maiden fans online are always, they always are asking maiden to play it. And they really want to hear that one live.
2: I have a funny story about that one. You want to hear it?
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: I think, you know, this one, Courtney, we were just auditioning Courtney and we thought, well, we had a show coming up really soon, I think, uh, something along that line. My memory is uh, fading here, but um, we we said, "Hey, do you know the song Alexander the Great?" And she said, "Yep." We said, "Do you know that solo is a little bit tricky to learn? Do you think you could learn it? How quick can you learn it?" She said, "I'll know it by tomorrow." We got back together, and she knew it note for note.
1: <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah,
2: <laughs> she woohoo! <laughs> That's
0: so awesome, Courtney. Do you have a favorite song off the top of your head that you love?
3: Um. I always say Sea of Madness. Oh, that's a awesome. cool one. And then I, I just got out of the gym like 10 minutes ago and I was really rocking out to Back in the Village. I want to throw that one back up there too. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yep.
0: Classic era. Love it.
1: And you guys play like The Duelist, Invaders, yep. Deja Vu. Yep. From clips that I see on YouTube, the audience seems you get a good reaction from those songs. Do you have any idea why Maiden would like never play those songs live?
2: Um, that's a good
1: <laughs> question. <laughs> like is there anything about them that you can think of?
2: I think they just have so many other songs to play that, you know, they're, they're just concentrating more on the newer stuff, um, except for the last couple of tours. You know, right. they kind of brought back a lot of the old stuff. But um, how do you pick? I mean, they've got so much great material.
3: You know, and you can't please everyone. I mean, we even, you know, that's a hard thing for us. You know, Linda trying to create these sets every show. And there's, a, you, it's always, there's always that one person like, why didn't you play this? Why did you play that? It's we have an hour and a half. It's very hard to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I can I can totally feel for that because we did when uh, we broke down the uh, the recent set list of Legacy of the Beast. Like uh, a lot of feedback that we got was just people rather than focusing on the amazing lineup, they talked about this track or that track and and they just delve into it. Um, on that note, like, did you guys do you guys get to see Maiden much? And you know we know we've heard rumors that they've been to see you guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, we try to see them every time they're through L.A. or. Vegas because usually we play the pre-party when they're in Vegas but uh, I know we definitely have LA blacked out in our schedule this year
2: yeah gotta get some tickets
0: (laughs) that's nice is LA the show yeah is LA the show that's is Fozzie is that that the special one yeah Fozzie are opening an LA show that'll be an awesome awesome concert
1: so um I've seen a few pictures of you guys like with members of Maiden uh so you guys have met Maiden a few times like, uh, what kind of, what do they think of you guys?
2: I think they're tired of hearing about oh, us, yeah? but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think they appreciate it when we're just, you know, just us and cool people, yeah. not fan people. And, you know, we don't want to talk about Maiden every time we see right, them. Right, but they're
1: very, like, supportive of what you do, are they? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I also saw a clip of you guys when you had Paul Diano doing Rothschild and Iron Maiden last year or two years ago I think. It, it was. was in
3: London, it was it was great.
1: Yeah, was a cool, must have been cool to yeah, jam with a, a member of me. This would be more for you Linda, but uh, back to 2005 you did Seventh Son with Michael Kenny.
2: Yeah we did, that was the only time we ever played that and you know we'd certainly love to try it and do it again but you definitely need a keyboardist on that one and you know Michael was local, uh, home at the time and we asked him. We didn't know if he'd go for it or not, but he did and we just had one rehearsal with him and that was so amazing. And that is floating around on YouTube, but um I think Wanda and I are the only members that are still right that that are in that video and now.
1: Well that's cool. He's like the uh, the unspoken hidden member of Maiden.
2: Yeah, and he even wore his uh, his phantom mask. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I was just hanging
3: out with him last Sunday.
1: <laughs> oh, deadly. Deadly. You
2: know. At Nam.
3: At Nam, yeah.
1: Oh right. Well speaking of NAM, Courtney, I saw you have a signature guitar. Woohoo! Woo! A comparison. Was it the Horace M three?
3: Yes, I have a Horace M three CC Pink Sapphire, which obviously is the pink one. And then we just released
1: the uh, greenie. Yeah, me and Josh are looking at a picture over it here. That's pretty cool. It's pretty killer. Cool. Yeah, I've
3: always had a pink and green guitar, so
1: I heard a story online too about you. You have a one of a kind green Jackson. Yes, it's actually an Adrian
3: Smith model.
1: And you have the only green one.
3: Yes. Actually, they had to ask Adrian if it was okay for them to make it for me in that color. So that's why it's extra special. <laughs> that's very cool.
2: He knows it exists. Yeah, <laughs> he knows it exists.
0: <laughs> so if I wanted to get one of these Courtney Cox signature guitars, well, where would I go?
3: Um, ComparisonGuitars.com. They have a big uh, dealer page, but you can get them through uh, most guitar centers. Musicians, Friends, uh, Sweetwater is about to start uh, stocking them. So they're kind of all over the place now, which I'm very excited about. Deadly. And when? It, when it,
0: so we saw the announcement. When are they getting into stores?
3: Um, I believe that Pink is already in the stores. And I think Green is shipping this week.
1: And you guys have two albums and an EP recorded with your older, older lineups, like pre-2008. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any plans of recording anything... With the current lineup? Yes, we do. Okay. I should say. <laughs> yeah. Do tell, Matter do fact,
2: tell. We've already recorded all the tracks except for backing vocals, and those are slated in the next couple of weeks. And oh, cool. It's, it's going to be done.
1: So, Linda, do you do the backup vocals? Because I noticed in the live clips I've seen, you do a lot of the backup vocals.
2: Um, we all take turns, but, yeah, we all do. Okay. I think Courtney and I have the lion's share, but um, all okay. of us do okay it's fun and i
1: saw courtney i've seen uh clips of you doing reach out to the b-side <laughs> yeah. i thought that sounded really awesome oh,
2: thank you i
3: think it was the first time i ever was like you know lead vocal on a song
1: so it was very nerve-wracking
2: courtney was so nervous the first time but she did great years <laughs> yeah, but... that's cool and...
0: <laughs> any uh any hints on uh what's going to be on the new album
2: nope
0: <laughs> oh, okay no <laughs> spoiler uh, alerts it, it,
3: it's, it's a maiden there you go <laughs>
0: Oh, Deadly, that narrows oh, it down.
1: Don't we'll,
2: give it away.
1: We'll, we'll formulate out.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I also read that, uh, you can tell I've been Googling you guys a lot. <laughs> but I read that uh, Nikki Stringfield has a solo EP coming out. Do uh, anyone else in your band, do they have any solo work? Or do they have anything planned coming out?
3: I'm working on mine right now, so it should be out within the next year. So. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what kind of stuff is it?
3: Oh, um, the 80s metal. I mean I everyone's like kind of doing the instrumental thing now but I mean honestly for me being a, a guitar player I always found it difficult to get through a whole instrumental album. So my my album might have one or two instrumental tracks but you know I just really want to find that like killer singer and <laughs> I'm taking it back to 1986, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: cool. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, Nikki's stuff um is song oriented too? I don't think she has instrumentals because no, she's Ooh. she's yeah. actually singing on hers. So okay, yeah,
0: that's cool. Something to look forward to. Be sure to drop us a
1: note when those come down. Yeah. I want to check those out?
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too.
1: You also have a. Uh, I noticed you have a female version of Eddie, and it's drawn by Derek Riggs.
2: Yes, her name is Edwina. That's Edwina. one of our female eddies.
1: Oh, okay, you have multiples. <laughs>
2: the newest one that we have victoria palomino
1: oh cool has that been released yet uh, it's our newest shirt yeah because i've i checked your website out and i saw they have shirts on there with the original eddie on it or Edwino. Yeah, the
2: edwina
1: so how did you get Derek riggs to do the eddie for you is there a story behind it
2: not really we we thought well it'd be really cool to get him to do it but how would we do it? So Wanda just said, "I'll just send him an email." <laughs>
3: she
2: found him online, and she did that, and he replied and said, "Let's do it." And that—that's the story.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting because he's usually known to be a, 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 an interested character. That's awesome, um, Linda. I got a quick one for you. Um, yep. We've had quite a bit of debate. Getting your perspective on uh, Burr versus McBrain. Um, so this is an upcoming thing that we're going to do. It's a lot more controversial than I would have thought it could have been, but we've gotten a lot of people coming back at us. Um, what do you think of it? Like, Do you do you have any real strong opinions on their comparative styles?
2: Um, You know, I don't think it's it's you can compare because they're completely different people. And you, even if you have the same person play the exact same beat, it's going to be completely different. But um, Clive Burr is... Like the main reason I started playing drums. So, you know, that's a big thumbs up for me for Clive Burr. But um, Nico McBrain is just a completely different style of playing altogether. Um, I've heard, we've all heard Nico McBrain playing some Clive Burr era stuff, and it sounds a little different. I wish that we could hear Clive Burr play some Nico McBrain era stuff, but we know that's not going to happen. You know, neither is better than the other. They're just completely different styles. One's more punk influenced, and the other is not.
3: A oh, good answer, Linda
2: McLaughlin.
3: She-
2: that's a, that, No,
0: that's a That's a fair take. You know, it's um, they're more both to be celebrated than anything. I, I, I we find that in our podcast where we've covered, you know, there's Yannick and and. You know, then there's the transition of drums. There's been the lead singers, and obviously, as you guys know, Adrian in and out, and and you know, people have always said this is better or that's better, but and these make for great debates. But ultimately, Maiden is this giant collage, and and it's awesome.
2: It is, and with with each album, their songwriting and playing styles evolve. So it's not like, you know, their playing doesn't even stay the same each album.
0: Uh, you know, as such a passionate Maiden fan, I gotta say it's it's a it's a credit the work you're doing.
2: It's exciting. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's not a job. You know, we're still having fun.
0: And... Yeah, well, we look forward to uh, the new uh, solo album, Courtney. We look forward to the studio album. So, when you guys get those, can you send us a, an email link and we'll have a good uh, review of them on the podcast? Maybe even get touch base with you and see if you can give us a, an inside scoop on one angle or another, so we can we can share it with our listeners.
3: If I'm not deaf by then. <laughs>
1: so when this episode airs it'll be uh friday february 1st yes you guys are going to be at the saint rock in hermosa beach california uh then you have a bunch of february you have a bunch of uh, florida dates and then you're off to europe april and may yeah
2: Uh,
3: we got some actually we uh uh, we're in texas in march okay
2: yeah we're in texas We're we're in san diego march march 9th
0: excellent um if someone wants to buy your tickets where can they go to uh go to buy your tickets or to find your tour dates
2: Yes, at theironmaidens.com, or you can go, you know, and from, from our website, you can find our Facebook, our Instagram link, and all that. Um, Facebook is The Iron Maidens Official. There's several The Iron Maidens Facebook pages, but there's only one official one.
0: <laughs> Guys, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on today. I really appreciate you, um, fitness into your busy schedule. Uh, we're huge fans and really, really appreciate the work that you do.
2: Perfect. Thank you. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world.
0: I'm running out of my time. I'm running out
1: of breath. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're very cool. They're super nice. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. And some some interesting. I don't know why I'm always saying that because it's like everyone we've had. on, We had like Jarvis. We had uh, we had Blaze Bailey. We had them. Everyone's always nice. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, we, we, what are <laughs> everyone we? Everyone comes on. I'm like, man, they were so cool. They They're were so awesome. cool. But like, yeah,
0: yeah. They got some. They got a lot of stuff happening though. Yeah. I mean, they. You know, Courtney's got a, a new guitar out, working and on solo, solo.
1: stuff coming out. Yeah. yeah
0: they've got a, a studio album, which I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to dig into that one. So we'll have to uh, review that and link it on the podcast. Yep. Um, before we dig into the interview, though, the IronMaidens.com. Um, we didn't plug that enough beforehand. I'm looking at it now. They got a great set, um, an outline of all of the shows that they're doing, and all their social media is linked. And we right. talked in the in the beginning about uh, Facebook. So the um, the and you can get them on Facebook you can get them through the website, and you can make sure you check them out there. Um, what was your takeaway?
1: Oh, it's cool. Oh, there's a whole bunch of things I meant to mention to them now that I just totally forgot about. <laughs> oh, it's totally. Yeah, I have an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And so they're very used to listening to like Iron Maiden, like their whole life. They've been hearing Iron Maiden in the car and Iron Maiden around. Yeah. So they're pretty familiar with Iron Maiden. And when I was doing like watching YouTube clips to get ready for this interview, I told my eight-year-old that I was like going to be interviewing the... There's a female Iron Maiden, and she's like, a girl Iron Maiden? What do you mean, girl? And I showed her some clips, of, and she was, yeah. like, mind-blown. She thought it was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so oh. I meant to bring that up until... We'll have to call them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding about the go- but, yeah, my kids both thought, like, that, that, that mm. they called them the girl Iron Maiden, and they're like, wow, that's so cool. They yeah. thought it was awesome.
0: So. My, my key takeaway, um, which I found, well, obviously they have they have so much happening now, which is awesome, is um, they're very successful. Uh, but uh, they're so modest and uh, so passionate about what they do, I and mean, that's the the key thing when I, when I look at the Iron Maidens and when I watch um, all the YouTube stuff and when you know we went through the the older studio albums. Can't wait for the new one with the with the current lineup. This could be awesome. But the quality of music is so high, and you know that you that you know I guess they're like us. They live that dream. I mean, at one stage they said uh, it's not really work. you yeah. can tell it's not. Well, we well one tell, yeah.
1: thing that I think where they're very like similar to the actual Iron Maiden. Is they both seem like they're having like an awesome time. Yeah. Like every time I see uh, Dave Murray and like Adrian and the guys on stage, and, well, especially Dave yeah. and Nico, well, all of them. They all look like they're having a blast. And then when you see like this main tribute band, and they're like they just look like they're having a blast too. So yeah. that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and and it's it, they have so much musically going on, um, in so many facets, and they've got excellent uh, and interesting histories themselves. But it's, it's amazing how modest they are. Like Courtney was like with the guitar. She's like, yeah, it's cool. We're doing it. I'm like, these guitars are sick. Yeah. Like, I mean, who gets That's a cool. custom guitar? It's like crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It's just like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. You know, no yeah. big deal. Really cool. <laughs> they also, um, that new uh, Victoria, the new Edwina right, female Victoria Annie. Palomino, yeah. they said. Yeah. I forgot to ask who, who drew that. We'll have to follow up on that one and, and get a copy of that but uh speaking of their new artwork um we've got our new artwork coming. right we have some new artwork coming out yeah well i've mentioned it a few times but we're doing a lot more now than than what we'd originally scoped luke Callanan, who's been uh, our buddy our our china correspondent
1: we had an episode called made in china where we talked to him about like heavy metal in china and the chinese government cracking down on you know chinese metal and some of the metal he gave us some metal recommendations of metal bands from china we played some clips of Which is kind of cool
0: Yeah remember the covers Yeah That yeah. was like episode 17 was it that far? Seems like yeah. 10 years ago
1: Yeah it was a long ways ago Yeah But uh, So He did all our art For the podcast So if you go to talkingmaiden.com Or if you see us on iTunes That picture of like Josh with his head cut off And me with Knives in my back Yeah He did that And he has a new uh, A new version of that Coming out now Yeah Because we're into year two Now of the podcast
0: I almost think it's, it's a, Well this one's so iconic yeah, but uh, I th- I think that the new one's gonna be like even better. Hint, peace of mind. Eddie. I haven't seen it yet, yet. You haven't seen it? No. You showed me oh, a very should, very yeah. rough it's early good.
1: like sketch.
0: It's good. Yeah. But there, we might do a bit of uh maybe. A, I don't know. We might we might go a few different ways, and we're um, gonna get some shirts done up for some yeah. hardcore listeners. Yeah.
1: We did I think twenty t shirts with the original graphic on. Yeah. And gave them all away and sent them. We mailed them all over the place. Yeah. Uh, to, like, people that called in, people that, like, submitted stuff to the podcast. You're wearing one of them now. I'm wearing there's one on, now. Yeah. I actually... Yeah. yeah, I'm wearing one, too, but mine's the different one. Here's One's the different. other one. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we emailed a lot of t-shirts out um, during the first, yeah. you know, actually, six you have, months of the cut. Pod- if podcast, you have
0: one of those, it's like, there's only, you know, how many left? I don't know, none. None.
1: We gave them all away. Yeah. So when we get this new graphic... Done up. I'm going to do a new batch of t-shirts, and we'll send some out to. Some Actually, that's places. not true. I have two or three of them downstairs. Oh, do you?
0: Yeah, I do because uh, we brought them over to. Uh, remember, we gave uh, James one in, in Manchester. Yes, when we went Where to uh, the UK for, the to see,
1: we saw Maiden three times in the UK on the last leg of the tour, yeah. and we met up with a bunch of listeners and gave them all like t-shirts and stuff. That's right. So,
0: yeah, this is a little hint here. Now, I guess we we've got a lot coming down this year. We're potentially going to do some studio work maybe
1: that's true we've been recording in Josh's loft and I think I might turn a room in my basement into an actual like yeah you know soundproofed you know studio yeah. studio
0: I mean it's great up here scattered time yeah. though recently we've heard the storms we have, I, I have an storms. awesome loft with a barn it's, it's a great place the, for a podcast it's
1: great spot. but when the winter yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a cool loft it's got like you know, exposed beams and old brick and stuff Um, and a vinyl player and a vinyl player but when none of the, which is really useful for podcasts when the winter hits yeah there's a couple of podcasts here where I was editing it and I had to like do a lot of work to remove like the sound of the wind. I know. Cause we have like, you know, 120 kilometer winds. The wind. Once a for, week in the winter. Forget the wind. Yeah. If these walls could talk to us, this, <laughs> <laughs> this bar, but my basement, I have a room oh. that's like unfinished. And I was thinking about just like soundproofing it and making an actual studio down there. It'd be kind of cool.
0: This room has seen things. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. This is, this is the spot for hanging out, but it's, um, yeah, we, we, we need a more permanent place. Also, you know, we have to... I'm always complaining about social media, but we have to do more picture stuff. You know, like I was talking to someone and they were, they were looking at us and they were like, man, you guys, you know, you got to do more. And I was like, ah, you're right. So <laughs> we we did the beer thing. I mentioned that. And on actually the video that, that I mentioned earlier, that we'll post on Facebook. I got the original shirt in it. Anyway, um, it's gotten tighter since the podcast started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all, those beer, all those beers. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So now we do studio uh, new new artwork coming. Uh, potentially going to tie the collar feedback into the website. Talked about adding a store to the website, but
1: yep. Yeah, we did our first year. We just kind of had our format. We went through. Now yeah. we're going to try to like, you know, change it up a bit. Get some more people on the podcast because it's really fun having guests on.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it's uh, it's you know, it's a different feel.
1: Yeah, we're still going to go through every album. Yeah. We're going to do all the live albums. I'm still gonna meticulously research everything. <laughs> oh yeah, well you will. Yeah, but we might. I'd like to like you know add the odd call. Like if we're doing an album, if it takes three episodes, four episodes to do an album, mm. you know how? Well, I got this idea sort of when we did uh, the Number of the Beast, because I thought it worked really well when we did like the four episodes of Number of the Beast. We did like the setup and we went through all the songs, and then at the end we kind of brought in Jarvis and we did that yeah. like interview where we talked to Jarvis Leatherby from Night Demon. He yeah. kind of gave. Another opinion after because he listened to us for like three or four hours talking about an album, it's cool to bring another third voice in and talk about an album just to kind of clue it up.
0: Yeah, and it helps you. It helps you suss out your own mind too because you're at that stage. You're so knee deep in the weeds, you know. And it's such a funny thing because you take your you take the worst album in the world. And then, well, there's no, no worst album from Maiden, but you you take an album you like the least, and yeah. then by the end of it, you love it. And you take the best album, you beat you beat them all to six or seven, <laughs> right? And then and then you step back and you're like, wait, no, 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 Power Slave is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what am I doing? Here? Yeah. I've just been drinking beer and talking about the nuances for for three weeks, and yeah. now
1: I'm trying to find flaws. So yeah, yeah. we're changing it up a bit now where you're in. So yeah, and it's yeah. lots of
0: exciting stuff happening.
1: Is it kind of having Blaze on the podcast?
0: Yeah, things have exploded. Yeah, yeah, we're we're picking up a lot of people, and and the, the reason that I love it. And what really keeps me going, and we got an awesome email there today, um, along this lines, is just people that, that it wakes them up about Maiden, or they might have been sleeping on it, and they yeah. say, ah, you know, I haven't done anything in a while, and, and you know, like Kiss Nation, Guns and Roses, all these places, they're just like pumping out podcasts, and finally, I think you know, Maiden fans, we have a decent podcast, yeah, um, and you know, we do the best we can, and if there's any way we're gonna prove it, let us know, yeah, and if you want to get on, we're we're gonna make that possible. Yeah.
1: And uh, thats I think that's part of what people like about our podcast is we're not, like, broadcasters or radio people or, like, Eddie Trunk or whatever. We're just, like, two guys that, like, beer and Maiden. <laughs> I don't know, Nesbitt. <laughs> Anyone I... can tell to, uh, when they hear me, like, talk that I'm not, like, a radio person. <laughs> Nesbitt, I, I did do two days of corporate radio training. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yes. I
0: don't remember that's, hearing that's stories That's why I always before. do the media hits and stuff. And uh, at the end of it. If I did like, media literally...
1: training, because when I edit the podcast, I listen back and I'm like... Well, I just did it. I say the word like like a hundred times a podcast. I don't realize it but when I listen back I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Well, <laughs> I just said it like it three it. times while I was explaining. Did <laughs> I, that I explaining. say like? I just said like, like three times. Well, that's why you're time. so likable.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, shout out to the uh, Iron Maidens for coming on. Yep. Theironmaidens.com Go on there get them on Facebook. They're excellent. Yep. And uh, we'll be following up with them on these, these various initiatives we talked about and hopefully getting them back on the podcast some stage in the future. Yep. Especially after that studio album
1: comes out. Yeah. When that studio album comes out, we'll uh, yeah we'll talk about we'll it. We'll do a little review
0: on that. Yeah. See where they're at and and see. It. i I'm, I'm pretty excited. Their their yeah. their lead singer is amazing.
1: And she. Oh my god, she sounds amazing.
0: Amazing. She's been with them for how long now? I mean, uh, since 2008?
1: 2008. 2008. Yeah. But they haven't done studio. with Kirsten her. Rosenberg. Yeah. 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 yeah she's great.
0: Their old singer was excellent, but the, the this. Kirsten, it's it's a new level. It's a new level. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, so we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. We want you to reach out to us on the recording, anything like that, any ideas. We welcome it. Talkingmaiden.com. Introduce us to your friends.
1: Yeah, talkingmaiden at gmail.com. That's our Our email. I love getting emails. But you can get it on uh, that. We got a couple of really good emails lately. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I like getting those emails.
0: It's energizing.
1: It is, because sometimes It it gets to be. It's not a yeah. grind, but it's just like I'm like, okay, I'm going into my fifth night of putting the kids down and reading like books, trying to dig <laughs> up facts about Live after death. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you get an email like that, and it's like, oh, awesome! Then I'm right into it again. Yeah,
0: well, you just you just dropped it there. Life, yeah. a- life after death is coming up. Yeah. Um, no prayer as well. Um,
1: no prayer. We're gonna do uh, Silicon Messiah, by oh, Blaze yeah. Bailey coming up soon.
0: Yeah, I got that one. Prepped the beans. I'm the list of that Steady and Blaze. Yep,
1: yeah. and. uh... I don't know. That's as far ahead as we have planned right now.
0: Definitely. com. Get us on Facebook. Until next time. Tell your friends. That's right. Tell your
1: friends. Email all your friends that like Iron Maiden.
0: Circle back on the beer. Is this the best beer that hasn't come from New Zealand on the podcast? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Until next time, up the irons and count